Welcome, welcome to another episode of Problem Busters. My name's Oliver, and I'm here with the Honourable Jonathan. How are you, oh, sir? I'm very good. Thank you, Ollie. It's, it's good to be called Honourable for a change. <laughs> well, first on, first, on, uh, first off on the podcast, so yeah. And you are very honourable, so it's, it's well placed. Oh, so, um, so how's your week going, all right? Yeah, it's been going all right, actually. It's, um, uh, it's been quite eventful, uh, quite eventful. First week back off paternity leave, so... You know, lack of sleep, lot of work. But, so, what would, uh, what advice would you give to anybody who's considering three children? Um, don't. I'm joking now. <laughs> <laughs> hey, just, uh, you know, live and be free. That's my advice to everyone: live and be free. You know, uh, they're, they're, they're adorable a, kids, aren't they? So, yeah, it's, they are. It's pretty they cool. Are. There's a greater plan for everything. So, you know, word. All you, can, all you can do is be yourself. That's it. That's it. So, tell me, Jonathan, who are we going to be talking to today? Oh, we have an honoured guest. We have uh, Nathan, um, Nathan Ranklin, who is a one-to-one um, diet consultant for the Cambridge Weight Plan. He lost 18 and a half stones in 14 months and uh, won the Male Slimmer of the Year 2020. Um, and I think that's probably one of our first award winners as well, actually. But he's here to uh, share his gift with the world. So um, welcome, Nathan. Hey guys, hey guys, thanks for having me. Uh, <laughs> Come on. <laughs> You're so welcome. Yes. yes, definitely. Out the gate, out the gate. Yes. Oh, so, Nathan, what can you tell us a bit about yourself and um, how you got here? All right, so I'm going to allow you people to understand the origin story of Nathan, aka Slender. Yeah? <laughs> yeah, I'm just saying. All heroes need an origin story, just saying. And here is mine. So for me, growing up, um, I was I was always a big kid. Um, I didn't know no difference. I was always the fat one in the playground. Do you know what I mean? I was quite isolated um, with regards to my size. Um, just to give you lot just a, a bit of understanding. So my issues with food were being a comfort or emotional eater. Um, a binge eater and also a secret eater. So, with emotions, you know, you're stressed, you're happy, you're angry. Do you know what I mean? You could have no mood. For me, food was just there. It's my best friend. Always turn to it. Um, and then being a binge eater, I can't do the whole two biscuits out of a pack and put the packet back. That just does not exist. I've got to finish the whole pack. It's a must. And then being a secret eater, this was the, the thing that. It, it doesn't help when you've got your friends or family around you because they can't really monitor to see how much you're eating. So they would always turn around and say, oh, he doesn't eat that much. Yeah, because that's what you see. <laughs> what I do in the, in the background is completely different. So these, these were my issues. So growing up, um, the first time I saw a real issue with my weight was as early as 13. So went to Orton Towers and I actually got taken off the ride because I couldn't fit. So this was like the first eye-opener on my days, like, right, you're big, man. You should really do something about it. Um, Unfortunately, didn't do nothing about it. Carried on. Um, The doctor had a conversation with me at the age of 14, and he literally said, if you carry on like this, you won't make it to 30. And these were the harsh realities I was faced with. But unfortunately, you know, you're you're 14, 30 is 100 years away. You're talking about a big man, wife, kids, the lot. Like, why are you telling me? So I couldn't take it seriously. Um, so I just carried on my eating habits. And they got worse and worse. Like, obviously, the older you get, you go through that t- teenage phase where you're like, oh, he's a growing lad. So you're <laughs> eating down the place. Now, I love the takeaway, but I also love mom's cooking. And I come from a Jamaican household, so you already know the food is on point. Yeah, yeah. rice and peas, oxtail, curry, goat, jerk this, jerk that. Like, God, I love it. your mouth is watering already. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> Actually is. So I'm, I'm eating that, but I'm also getting my chicken and chips on the way home from school. I'll go to my friend's house, eat their food, and then come home and still have mine. Like, this was a must. So this, this is me growing up, growing up. Now, 
in the sort of teenage ages, as much as I was bigger and putting on weight, you're still quite active. So you're still like running about, playing football, basketball, riding bikes. It's when I turned 18, I got a job in the office and that was it. I sat down. Yeah. Game over. This is where the weight just shot up to a new level because in the office, you cannot go hungry in the office. There is always a reason for some sort of biscuit, crisp, chocolate, sweet, have to fly around. Someone's birthday, <laughs> someone just had a baby, baby shower, someone's mum's birthday, someone died. You never know. There's a reason for something to come into the office. And I was a yes man. So I was the, yeah, I'll have that. Yes, yes. I never declined nothing. Um, And then I found out as well, not only was I a binge eater, I was also a binge drinker. So where I could literally have a KFC bucket to myself, easy, I can also down a bottle of vodka like it was nothing. So being a binge drinker, yeah, I'd do about a bottle and a half, two bottles and a night out, easy. So you can imagine how much I put into my system and then when you're hungover, it's only right that you get a massive takeaway afterwards. I'm going for my kebabs, pizzas, the lot. And I used to go out sort of maybe three, four times a week. So you can only imagine how much calories I'm putting into my system, how much damage I'm actually doing, to be fair. And then as early as the age of 20, um, I was diagnosed with sleep apnea. So I had so much fat around my throat and my chest that when I used to relax at night time, I used to cut off my windpipe. So I used to choke in my sleep. So I got referred to the hospital and they gave me um, this machine. The guy was so positive though. <laughs> he was like, oh, have this for about three months. Yeah, you can lose a bit of weight, bring it back. Yeah, I didn't bring it back till 2020. So I had it for 10 years. Yeah. So that's a very long time. You can imagine for your 20s, like this is your, you know, experimental age. This is where you're trying to live life, get out there, go on holiday, do this, do that. Yeah, I had to try <laughs> explain to customs. It's not a bomb. It's a sleep apnea machine. Please let me into your country. Yeah. Um, when it comes to like my friends as well, as much as everyone was quite accommodating, you can imagine how embarrassing it is. I've got to explain to them, are oh, you, man, I need a machine to breathe at night time, sorry for the noise. And I had to like literally rearrange hotel rooms. It wasn't the best quality of life. So moving on, it didn't stop me from sort of eating less, kept eating more, habits got worse and worse and worse. Um, sort of around 25, 26, I had like sciatica pains. There was actually a point where I was bed bound for two days. Um, I literally called a doctor and I was like, yo, my back is gone. I can't walk. I'm bedbound. And my doctor turned around and said, well, the weight you are, would you expect? And that was it. There wasn't no come in, do this, do that. I'm going to come see you. He was like, what do you expect? So this is when the harsh reality started to hit in that, do you know what? You're actually at a point where you're, you're by yourself. Like this is it. Um, still didn't do nothing about it. Can't lie. <laughs> it got until the age of, 29 so i went to budapest with the boys and went out there but i was usually like the life of the party i was quite sluggish this time and one of my friends all the way from primary school like asked me like oh like what's going on bro you're not you're not the same what's going on so i kept it real i said i'm always sluggish i'm always tired um i sound like i'm asleep even though i'm fully awake i need a machine to stay alive at night time I can't do what you lot can do. So I can't do the go-karting, theme parks. Couldn't even go shopping. Like, what's the point of me going West End to do clothes shopping? Because, wait, there ain't no size for me. Like, I've got to find them shops that are like, surprise, surprise, and all them random big shops or shop online. So I felt very isolated in the group. Now, this this was my thought process. And the doctor also said, I'm not going to make it to 30. So 29, if I'm going to die at 30, so be it and I was ready to sort of give up now at work whether you want to call it God's intervention or fate up to you but I was put on a training course that I was not supposed to be on um, and I got sat next to this woman a very straight talking Jamaica woman who took one look at me and said listen <laughs> you've gotten too big now come to my house and see me and I'm mm. like uh, nice to meet you too. Don't know who you are. Okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> and then literally, like, after the training course, she was literally like, 
you need to come see me. I've got a diet that will change your life. And I was like, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, okay. Another sales pitch, you know, someone trying to sell me this gimmick. Here we go. Trying to be some success story. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I ran away. I ran away. I'm not going to lie. I ran away for four months. But this woman was so persistent and she caught me in all the worst places you could be caught. So at work, getting my full English breakfast that used to consist of four sausages, four hash browns, four eggs scrambled, three slices of bacon. She used to catch me having that in it. And I remember I turned around, she looked at me and the cussing I got, yeah, through the eyes. She never said nothing. She looked at me and I could feel it. And I was like, okay, cool. And then next time she caught me coming back from lunch, I had McDonald's in my hand, felt the eyes again. Then the final straw, I went up to get birthday cake for one girl. I picked up six slices of cake. She cussed me out and she cussed at the girl and said, come to my house. And I was like, <laughs> all right, all right. This is, this is too intrusive into my life, isn't it? So I was like, all right, I'm going to go to her house. So I went there on the 22nd of March, um, 2019. I only admitted to her, like, literally last year, I was hungover when I went there, just saying. Um, I went to her house, and she, like, asked me how much you think you weigh. I wasn't naive. I was a big guy. So I was probably, I said to her, probably 26, 28 stones around there. To my surprise, I was actually 36.9 stones. Now, when I saw that number, in my head, I don't know why, if you're before 30 stones, like, you're big, ain't it? But once you pass 30 stones, I think you're them American people you see on TV. Do you know what I mean? Like, all wow, bed that's 234 kilos. I just yeah, bro. It. Yeah, yeah, no joke. No, jo- <laughs> no joke out here, yeah? <laughs> so I was quite, I was silenced for one of the first times in my life. Didn't know what to say. Didn't know what to do. And she literally said, don't worry. You will never see this number again. And I was like, right, that's different. Never heard that one before. Um, and she was like, when I'm done with you, I promise you, you're going to be a size large clothing. Your waist is going to be about 36, 38. And more than likely, you'll drop a, sh- um, a shoe size. And she was like, literally, just give me one week and I promise you, I'll change your life. Now, when she's saying all this, yeah, I'm thinking she's on some hardcore drugs, yeah, because I'm a 5XL clothing. My waist is 62 inches. And my foot size is 13. So where are you going with this one week? You're changing me, changing me into this whole new person. But I gave it a go. I'm like, what's the worst that can happen? So I did the I did the diet, which was the one-to-one diet by Cambridge Weight Plan. Did the week. Vex. Won't lie to no one. Hardest week of my life. Hated it. Hated everybody so, around. So yeah. was that the first point where you kind of um, had to sort of match a, a plan? Yeah. And be be held accountable for or there we go. So yeah, it was. Uh, so it was a case of I've tried diets before. Um you know, being my being my size, come on. <laughs> you've you've <laughs> been around, you tried a lot of things. But you know what? There was no one really just there. Like even when I did it through the doctors, um, the doctor would just weigh you, he'd be like, Okay, you've lost a little bit, carry on doing what you're doing. But there wasn't no real structure. This is the first time I had someone that was just on my ass the whole time. Yeah, she wouldn't let me go. And then you got to come to a house and like way in front of us. So I can't try to submit no dodgy scales. Like the scales are there in it. So it, it was good for me. I can't lie. Um, and I remember the first week I come back and I was vexed. I'm not going to lie. I was vexed. She's like, what's wrong with you? This is me. I ain't lost no weight. I ain't half the man you said I was going to be. I'm still big. Mm. Yeah. So she was like, how much do you think you, how much do you want to lose? I said, she asked. And I said, you know what? If I lose one pound today, just one, I'm going to be over the moon. And she was like, why so low? I was like, listen, every time I jumped on the scale, yeah, that thing's always gone up. <laughs> if that digit rolls back once, yeah, halas, I have won. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nah, to my surprise, I actually lost 17 pound on my first week. So just over a stone. Wow. So now I'm like, raw. <laughs> yeah. Now she's she's literally gone nuts. She's ripping off pictures off the wall. She's screaming, losing their goddamn mind, yeah. I'm kind of sat there just silent. She was like, Are you not happy? Are you not happy? I was like, Raw, relax, man. It's not that I'm not happy. Yeah. 
it's more that I'm confused. She's like, what are you confused about? I was like, well, in my head, you can't lose that sort of weight in a week for one. And then to do so, you've got to be yamming nothing but grass and working out 12 hours a day. Now, I went eating no grass and my lazy self went doing no workouts. So I don't know how this weight come off of me. And she's like, it's the diet. It works. It's me, okay. So she was like, the week's done. What do you want to do now? I'm like, what kind of a dumb question is that? Run it up. Let's go again. Yeah. So we, <laughs> we, we, we went again, huh? um, and I lost another 10 pounds. So I'm like, raw, this is almost two stones in two weeks. This don't make no sense. So after that, I'm not going to lie to no one I was hooked. Yeah? yeah. Can't tell me nothing. I yeah? the calculator up, like, if I'm doing one stone a week 100%. in about 10 weeks. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, I'm ready. Yeah. The calculations are done. Yeah, <laughs> and that was it. There, there weren't there weren't no turning back. There was no turning back. I was solid. That's it. No games. Because now I'm thinking, I'm actually got a second chance. Hmm. Yeah. So I, I just stuck my head I'm down. Coward. Yep, hundred percent. No games. Yeah, forty months straight. Lost eighteen and a half stones. So when when did working out sort of play in? Did you throughout the diet? So I started working out um, after I lost 10 stones. That took me about six months. Now, the reason for this is when you're off that size, working out is a no-go. Yeah. <laughs> um, when people are, oh, you're a certain size, go to the gym. Okay, cool. You're going to tell someone that's 30-something stones to jump on a treadmill. Uh, most, most treadmills, the maximum weight is like 23 stones. So I'm going to jump on the treadmill and it's going to give me an error message. So that's disheartening for one. Um, also, you are very body conscious as well. Like you don't even really want to do much. So what I used to do is actually just walk. I did a lot of walking at first. Now, I could barely walk for sort of two, three minutes without my lower back killing me. So to go two, three minutes and then five minutes, 10 minutes, you know, small, small increments. This is how I built up. And then when I got to about 10 stones lost, I was a bit more active where I could walk for like an hour straight. So my fitness levels were a bit more up. And I thought, yeah, let me hit this gym. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And okay. then I still kept it light though. Yeah, because so that so makes thing, sense. So the thing I'm dying to know is, what were you doing for that first week, that second week? Like what, what, what magic is this? Oh, what magic? Okay, cool. So the, <laughs> one, <laughs> the one-to-one diet um, is a combination of both meal replacements and um, a healthy meal plan as well. So I had four meal replacements. So it's either like shakes, bars, soups, porridges, a lot. So they're all quite nutritious meals, all calculated for you. So I had those and I had to make myself two additional meals. So I cut out majority of my carbohydrates. Um, so I would have two eggs and a slice of toast for breakfast. And then I'd have one of the one-to-one like products, like either a shake or a porridge. Um, then I'll have another two of the meal replacements throughout the day. Then I'll get to dinner time. I'll make myself a sort of four to 500 calorie dinner. So, so what this does that week... mean in real terms? Cool. So that basically I had two chicken breasts and a plate of vegetables. That sounds like quite a good meal, really. Yeah, that sounds so, reasonable. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I was expecting like yeah. salad and. But nah, yeah, I'd like yeah. that right now. Thanks. Exactly. So I had like two. The thing is, it all depends how you want to do it. If you want to keep your carbohydrates in it, things start to cut down. But because I cut out the carbs, I was able to have more proteins, more vegetables. So my plate was still full. Like I would have, if I did white fish, I would have like three fillets of white fish. Do you know what I mean? And this plate full of vegetables. So I'm still eating. I mean, I'm still getting full, which was good. And please, I seasoned all my food. There weren't none of this bland <laughs> nonsense. I went, went boiling chicken low. Um, if you're going to cook it, like let's say you're frying it, instead of using oil, you use the fry light spray. So the spray on. Hmm. Um, I had the George Foreman. Also have an air fryer, which is a lifesaver. Oh, I love there. the air fryer. Oh, yeah. Air fryer. What? Get one. Do you know what I mean? Listen. <laughs> They are so underrated. Go get yourself an air fryer. Yeah. Oh, God, I love it so much. Oh, yeah. my days. Life is revolutionary. If you, can't, yeah. if you can't get yourself to like Alabama and find yourself a proper mama to make your proper southern fried chicken, this is I mean? the next best thing, right? Of course. Get yourself an air fryer and it's, it's a bit more healthier. Do you know what I mean? It's nice. It's good. 
So yeah, so that that would be my day, and then I'd finish up with one of the one to one bars in the end of the day, and then I was drinking uh, five liters of water as well. So, so water's key. Yeah, what what impact does water have then? Because I know oh, you have to huge. stay well hydrated. Huge. Um, if you look at actual weight loss, it goes water, your sleep, your diet, then exercise, in that order. So Can your you water's say that again? Crucial. Oh, sorry. So water, your sleep, diet, then exercise. Huh. Yeah. So you need to make sure your water's up. So you need water. The only way that fat's leaving your body is you're either going to poo it out, pee it out, breathe it out, or sweat it out. <laughs> All of these require water. So water goes in, breaks down the fat in the fat cells, and then flushes it out. The only thing is the fat cells never disappear. They stay there, <laughs> but they collapse. Yeah, so that's all it is. Yeah, but the water's what's flushing it out. So this is why water is so crucial. And depending on sort of your, your height, your weight, you have a calculator of how much water you should drink and then also your activity levels. So where I was bigger, I used to drink five liters. Even though I'm smaller now, because I hit the gym so often, I still have to drink five liters just to stay hydrated. Wow, that's a lot of water. Hold on a second. What? So (laughs) so my mind is just being blown. I'm like, you breathe out fat. (laughs) You breathe out. (laughs) But then you think of it, like, where else would it go? Exactly. That's kind of, that's that's interesting. And then you hear like monks that just meditate all day and have breathing exercises. Of of course, they eat well. But that's also part of it as well. So in my head, I'm like, oh, so the sleep. The water, yeah. sleep, diet, ah, diet, exercise. and exercise. Okay, yeah, and five liters a day. Yeah, uh, that's not for everybody. That's yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. Majority of people should be looking at sort of the two and a half, three liters mark. Yeah. Okay. So tapping into your knowledge now, how did you end up becoming uh, um, kind of like a, a, a weight and lifestyle consultant in terms of the one-to-one diet? Oh, yeah. Do you know what it was, yeah? Like basically, because I was on my journey doing my whole weight loss, I remember my consultant used to say to me, oh, you inspire so many people. Like, you should help people do the same thing. I can't lie. My response was, listen, I can tell people how to gain weight. I can't tell them to lose weight. I will send them to you. You work your magic. You do your thing. I would just be here carrying on in it. Now, it's not until I lost my weight and then I kind of, you know, when it clicks on you, like, rah. I I went from a place where most people would have gave up or gave up way before I got to where I was and think that's it. Now, if I can turn around, do a complete 180 on life and lose the weight for myself and now live this healthy lifestyle, I sure as hell can help at least one person, you know, do the same thing because there isn't many people that have ever seen that sort of number on the scale or even understand what it's like to be that big. So when I, when I talk to certain people, I'm like, listen, I was gassed to tie my own shoelaces. Do you know what I mean? To bend down, tie my own shoelaces. That was an achievement to, to jump into a bathtub and actually take an actual bath was achievement because I couldn't fit in the tub. Do you know what I mean? I had to take showers for years. <laughs> like, to actually sit there, candles and all sorts, that was a big deal. Um, and it's it's all them little things. And then I thought, you know what? There's not a lot of people that can relate to someone that's that big. But now I actually have a chance where I can. And I can tell people there is hope at the other end of the tunnel. Do you know what I mean? You, you're not too far. So this is why I decided, yeah... It's only right I help people. I have to give back. You know, I got given a second chance. Let me help someone else. Yeah. yeah. That's one of the most amazing things I've ever heard. Good for you, man. Yeah. And if you've never been big as well, these little, these things that you're mentioning may sound little. But, you know, uh, if you've been there and you've walked to, you not only have you walked a mile in those shoes, you've walked like decades in those shoes, right? Yeah, trust me. Done it. (laughs) (laughs) Done it for a long time. Yeah. So yeah, no, that's that's inspiring. That's inspiring. And so, what so, does it mean? What what what? How do you help people? Oh, so what I do? Um, so I have like an initial consultation with people. So it lasts about an hour. So we have a talk. Um, in this consultation, it's about 
getting to know that person. Like, what are your triggers? Yeah, there's there's no point me jumping on saying, okay, cool, here's a plan, do this, one size fits all. It's not going to work. It is what what are the issues you're dealing with? Because gaining weight is usually a byproduct of another issue that's going on in your life. Because especially when you get to a certain size, it's almost like a self-sabotage. You are either eating to comfort from something else. You're trying to fill this void for food. Do you know what I mean? Or you're eating the wrong things or you haven't got a limit. Like these are all issues. So it's all about trying to find out what the issue is. Do you know what I mean? What triggers you? Do you know what I mean? What do you think your 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 go-tos are? What what stops you from eating, you know, said normal? Do you know what I mean? What mm. what stops you? So that's what I do first. Um, then obviously I'll tell them about my journey so they understand who I am because it's all good seeing a before and after picture. But <laughs> so many people are like, oh, is that Photoshop? I'm like, and, and I mean, it, it is an amazing transformation, yeah, right? It is. It, it's you good. I can't lie. Have transformed. <laughs> yeah, it's a good picture. I can't lie. <laughs> it's a good journey. But yeah, I guess some people are like, oh, is it Photoshop? It's Photoshop. No, there's videos there, man. Like, allow me, bro. Give some credit to my name. Yeah. But I do understand because if you go online, you will see how many of these pictures that pop up. Do you know what I mean? So it'd be like, oh, yeah, it's just another one. Um, the only good thing is, is that when I speak to people, then they actually understand. They're like, oh, okay, crap, this guy's fully lived it. I'm like, yeah, I've lived it, I know. Do you know what I mean? Um, so it's all about relating to the person. And obviously my journey in its whole is quite big, but someone might not even go through the same things I went through. So it's not worth me drowning them with, I don't know, extension belts on a plane, do you know what I mean? Or extension belts in your car. You don't know about that, but you might have the thing where you go to a shop and you're looking for the last item of clothing on the rack and hoping that your size is there. So I'll relate it to them in that sort of way. Um, then we'll think about a plan that's tailored to them. So with the one-to-one diet, there's multiple steps that you can take. So there's different like calorie limits, how many mural placements you will have, what sort of healthy eating plan there is involved. And then I'll tailor it to their lifestyle. Yeah, so it's all about that person's lifestyle. It's not a one size fits all. Because someone that's quite active, I can't put them on the same diet as someone that's not active. Do you know what I mean? Don't want that person that's active to pass out. You get me? So Do you know what um, really jumps out to me is like yeah. is is uh is how much you understand about what's really going on with weight. Yeah. Yeah, is I've I've lived it now. <laughs> um and, then, and I mean, like, scientifically, you, you, yeah. your health knowledge is quite amazing, right? Yeah. I mean, Joe, you, you pick up these things and you, you get this greater understanding. And then the more and more that I, I live the slimmer life, and I always told people, it's, it's not like it just happens. It's a choice I make every day. So I still have to keep educating myself. I still have to remind myself. Do you know what I mean? It is very easy for someone to slip back into old habits. Yeah, it's it's not hard. So I have to tell myself every day, no, this is new life. This is what we're doing. And you've got to learn about sort of macros and nutrition and, and make sure you're up to date on your knowledge as well. Because there are a lot of things out there that can just drown you out and you're not going to know. But everyone's body works differently. So always get a plan that's tailored for you. So, yeah. So that, that's what I do with people. And then not only is it a case of helping them losing the weight, it is that whole understanding. I don't want you to come to me just to buy meal replacements. There's no point. Yeah, you can get that from anybody. Get this understanding so you actually have a life skill that you can now go for your maintenance and learn how to keep the weight off and understand your body to the fullest. Knowledge is power, huh? It is. It really is. Yeah. So in terms of um, speaking and consulting people, what are some of the sort of things you've learned along the way? Like what, what kind of early mistakes happened and, and, you know, what have you learned from them going forwards? Yeah. Um, I mean, I've learned that there's so much issues around food out there and people's knowledge is quite low. It's, it's actually amazing. Um, that there's, there's people out there that it's not their fault. They've, they've never been educated. They've never been taught. They, they're just like, oh, all I have is a Happy Meal McDonald's. Do you know what I mean? 
they're like, it's not that bad. Do I have a McDonald's breakfast? In their head, it's not that bad, isn't it? But once you start working out what you're actually consuming, all of a sudden you start realizing, oh my God, it is bad. Um, so that's what I've learned. Um, a lot of people are not that educated, and I wasn't, to be fair. Um, I used to think getting a 20, 20 nuggets from McDonald's was a healthy option because it's chicken breast, isn't it? <laughs> no one told me it's over is is over how many um over a thousand calories, I don't know. Like eating it the same way. Like, oh it's fine, man. It's just chicken breast, deep fried. And the, <laughs> and the other thing is to to eat a decent sized meal feels like an achievement, right? Because when you were talking about that fried breakfast and you were like four eggs scrambled, I was like, yeah. That's amazing. That sounds really good. Why don't I do that? And then you're like four sausages, da 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 and I'm like, Okay, I I probably yeah. don't need to get the biggest meal to feel good about myself. No, I you don't. don't, you know. You know? And then, it, it's, do you know what it is? A lot of it is we're warped as well. If you if you look at social media and algorithms that appear, like, when it comes to Friday, out of nowhere, all your Just Eat adverts, your Uber Eats, they all come on. <laughs> like, this is time, yeah. isn't it? <laughs> do you know what I mean? It's time. It's time to eat. It's time to relax. Get a takeaway. Do you know what I mean? Look at these, these random cookies that pop up or these donuts. Do you know what I mean? Where, where was this midweek? Do you know what I mean? All of a sudden, getting in the weekend, they're all popping up and it's like, okay, cool, it's time to relax. Go out, enjoy. And then this is where a lot of people do ruin their diets on the weekend because it becomes their weekend because they're not strong enough to get through no more. All these temptations to hit you, you're literally doing this Monday to Friday look where you're like, yeah, yeah I'm on point, I'm on point. Weekend comes and you ruin the whole thing because... The number one line is, ah, oh, diet starts on Monday. So the, these are a lot of things that I've I've picked up. And it's it's hard. I'm, I won't lie to no one. The weekend is probably the hardest thing. Weekends and evenings. Listen, I've I've almost cracked so many times. Like I've I've sat there in my kitchen just staring at the pot of rice, thinking, I'm gonna eat this, man. Like no one's gonna stop me. No one can see me. Do you know what I mean? I'm gonna do this pot of rice. Do you know what I mean? And I, I almost had to go through a somewhat mental torture. Like, I, I literally sat looking at food, and it, it seems bizarre, but I had to do it for myself. Like, I remember on the first, no, the second week of my diet, there was one girl that was in my workplace, and she bakes cakes, some amazing cakes. She literally made me one, I think, two weeks before I started my diet. So I know I've tasted it, yeah. <laughs> And she made me like this white chocolate Oreo with frere Rocher cake. Oh, raw to die for. Yeah. Now, my my sort of favorite cakes are Victoria Sponge. Like, I love just cream and jam. That's me. Now, she made this, like, Victoria Sponge cake for one girl. And it's literally sitting in front of me this whole time. I'm looking at it. And I, I can I can actually... Eat it in my head. I'm gonna tell you from now, yeah. In my head, I've I've ate this cake five times over, innit? Yeah, no one stopped me. I've literally wrestled everyone to the ground. Me and this cake have gone to town. Yeah. But I didn't do it and I sat there for the whole day looking at this cake. Even through lunch, I, I sat there looking at this cake. And everyone was like, bro, why don't you go out? Like, why are you torturing yourself? It was almost as if I had to tell myself, you gotta get through this battle. So you almost gotta look at your stumbling block face to face and be like you will not win yeah <laughs> you will not beat me today and these are one of the things that sort of got me through so obviously i don't recommend that to everybody but it's what worked for me yeah it helps build that sort of mental fortitude right to literally the discipline to just say okay well that's food and yeah. i don't need to you know i don't need to accept it or or you know eat it so in terms of like the relapsing like you were saying on the weekends yeah. Um, and fast food Fridays and the Just yep. Eat ads and, and the delivery. I mean, other fast food uh, retailers are available. Um, <laughs> in terms of in terms of that, what do you what's your philosophy behind sort of cheat days? Because I hear this a lot like, oh, it's a, it's a cheat day this month or a cheat day this week. Is uh, okay. what, what do you, what's your thoughts on it? All right. So when I was on my diet, 100 um, percent, I didn't have no cheat days. Um, I literally told the world I was like I cheated for 29 years <laughs> yeah I don't need a cheat day in it do you know what I mean stick to the plan now I'm not an advocate for cheat days I say plan things in because consistency is key if if you are thinking okay cool this is a cheat day no 
put it in your plan. Yeah, that you're going to have said meal. Yeah, work it out, the sort of calories you're going to consume, what you're going to do. Then it doesn't become this naughty, like, I'm just going all out. Do you know what I mean? Plan it. Do you know what I mean? Have, have an active plan. Um, when you look at celebs and they talk about their cheat meals, it's funny that they talk about the cheat meal, but they've got a calorie calculator of how much that cheat meal is. So it's almost like they already know what they're going to consume. They're like, I'm going to have this, 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 this. Whereas majority of us will go into a cheat day. So like, oh, I'm going to have this. I'm going to have that. And oh, oh, this just popped up. And oh, I might as well have this as well. And all of a sudden you're so out of control. And especially if you're a person like me who has to fight the whole emotional eating, the whole binge eating, I can't just go into this cheat day going free for all because please believe I will put down the same amount of food as I did before in it. Yeah. Don't don't ever think that, okay, cool, he's got slim, he can't eat. <laughs> put a plate in front of me and watch me go to town. Yeah. So I always tell people, just, just plan it out because... You don't want this cheat day to ruin everything that you've just done. Yeah, don't work hard for five days to ruin it over two. It doesn't make sense. Yeah, so just have a consistent plan is what I say. And then get to a point where you actually have control over your habits. Then you can start thinking about, okay, cool. I'm going to have X, Y, Z, you know, mac and cheese, fried chicken this one time. Have it, have it in mind that you're strong enough to do it and that you can bounce back. Because even now, if I feel a bit weaker, like I feel like I'm going to relapse, I won't touch things in it. I'm like, nah. Because once I do it, it's, it's a game over. It's a slippery slope. Innit? I wonder if this is the same for people with all sorts of addiction. You know? Yeah, it is. Food, food addiction is a real thing um, that doesn't really get discussed. Because you've got like, obviously you've got people that are alcoholics, drug addictions these these are massive things but technically speaking you can kind of go cold turkey on the others but you can't go cold turkey on food Do you know I mean i can't just you can stop drinking but you can't stop eating it's part of life it's something you have to gain control over and it is a continuous battle and then things like food it's all around you, Do you know what i mean you can't escape it <laughs> you can't just run away and oh, i'm never going to see food again no, everywhere you go, there's food. You have to eat to survive. So it's actually something so big that you actually have to gain control over. Mm. Yeah. And, and and have you have you had people um, work with you and and seek advice who aren't aren't at that level of of weight, but but are still struggling with the same things? Do you get what I mean? Yeah. Um, I mean, it's very rare I get someone that was my size. I think since since I've been doing it, which was uh, June 2020, is when I started helping people. Um, I've only had about three people that were the same size as me. Usually people have, I don't know, a stone, two stones, maybe five stones to lose. So they're not that far off, but they're just addressing their problems a bit earlier. So they still have the sort of same problems, the same build-up, the, the emotional eating the, the binging, um, this whole thing where you starve yourself for the whole day, get to the evening, all of a sudden it's a free-for-all, you're just eating down the place. Right? So some people still suffer from that, and they're a lot lesser in weight. So a lot of my clients, yeah, probably five stones, six stones, maybe they got to lose. There's not many ones that got to do what I've done, put it that way. And, and what would you say to someone who's listening, who's thinking... Yeah, that's me. How would you suggest that they get started to um, to tackle it? Um, first step, um, be honest with yourself. Um, if you come in straight away thinking, okay, um, I'm not going to expose what I really do. It's not that bad. Or you're making justifications already. It's going to be tough for you. Yeah, you need to be able to open up and actually address your own issue. And as hard as it is, it has to be done. Um, the more open you are, the better. Um, because the more open you are, the easier it is for you to find help because someone will be able to say, okay, this is what you need. But without you opening up, they're just going to make assumptions. Um, and I'll always say, it's never too late to start. 
and especially if you can nip it in the bud from early, oh, please jump on the vibe now. Like, get it sorted before it becomes something bigger than what it is. And I know easier said than done because me growing up, I've been told to diet since I was about eight or nine years of age. Do you know what I mean? It took me until 29 to actually do something about it. So it's all about doing it at your time and making sure you do it for yourself and not because either someone's told you to or you're doing it for others. It has to be your journey. It has to be you. If if you're doing it for someone else, I can't lie, you will probably fail. So just get started. <laughs> That's all I can say. Literally just, just do it. <laughs> Bite the bullet, just start. Yeah. How would you, how would um, sort of... Uh a family member or a loved one um, support somebody that's trying to, to lose weight? And, and what, what should people do and what should people kind of not do? Cool. So I'll, I'll do the don'ts first. Yeah. <laughs> so do not fat shame. Yeah. There's no point. Um, that whole bullying thing of, oh, you're putting on weight, you're this shit. It's not going to help no one. Yeah. Especially if someone is an emotional eater, all you're doing is triggering another emotional another emotion basically for them to go eat again so don't fetch it yeah have have conversations see how they're feeling yeah so have a very open conversation um are you happy where you are right now is there anything you like to do so always make it so they're the ones making the decision yeah um now if you don't have a weight problem yourself yeah and your partner or your family member or your friend is now on a diet and you have no problems eating takeaways, do that by yourself. Yeah. If you live in a household with them, you go outside and you have your takeaway outside. Yeah. You got your other friends, you know, there's no reason for you to bring that temptation to the person that's actually trying to lose weight. It's wicked. Like you wouldn't do it to someone that is a reformed alcoholic, you know what I mean? Or someone that took drugs. You wouldn't go, oh, I'm just going to have a drink in front of you now, are you? You wouldn't do it. It just doesn't make sense. When someone is quitting smoking, you're not going to now smoke in their face. So why do the same thing with food? Yeah, so please, don't do it. It doesn't help no one. Um, do's, now jump on board with the plan. This doesn't mean that you have to diet because, I don't know, if you're like eight stones, you don't have to lose no weight. No one's asking you to jump on a diet plan. But get involved with like the cooking. Everyone can benefit from making a nice, healthy meal. I mean, even if you eat a bit more, it's still nice that you're having a healthy meal with that person. Suggest going to different places that don't revolve around food. So if you're doing an activity, why has it got to be a restaurant? Why not? Let's go ice skating, bowling, you know, let's go to the arcade. Let's watch a film. Do you know what I mean? Let's go for a nice walk. Go to the Natural History Museum. Do you know what I mean? There's so many things you can do that doesn't revolve around food. Because if you look at majority of plans these days, it's like, all right, cool, we're linking up on the weekend. What pub are we going to? Or what bar are we going to? What restaurant are we going to? Change it up. Let's let's have a, a, a different event. Do you know what I mean? If they're small enough, let's go to a theme park. Do you know what I mean? Let's get on a ride. Um, let's do the go-karting. Uh, let's go for a nice long walk if the weather's good. Do you know what I mean? Let's go to the beach. Um, find an interesting hobby to do. So my thing is, I like to race and build remote control cars. So that's like my hobby. So when I feel like stressed, I, I turn to them and have fun. Do you know what I mean? I'll take it to a beach, I'll drive them, I'll go to a track, I'll race them. Do you know what I mean? So something different that doesn't revolve around food. Are you talking about the petrol powered ones? Do you know what? I don't like petrol ones. They're too noisy. <laughs> um, I like battery ones. And these days, technology batteries are so much quicker than petrols. Do you know what I mean, I believe it. Yeah, they make they make the petrol ones look so slow. It's unbelievable. Um, so yeah, like I've got, I can't lie, I've got a bit of addiction because <laughs> I have eleven of them, um, and I think the two fastest I have do seventy five miles an hour. Whoa. Yeah. But, but you know, you've basically found something else to get really into, right? Basically, and that that's what you need. Do you know what I mean? So. Yeah, if you can if you can do things that interest the other person that is on a plan. Um, if you can go to the gym with them, 
even if it's like once once a week, once a month, just show your support. You know? um, and then sometimes it's good if the person supporting you actually can fight some of the battles for you. So let's say you're a couple, you're going out, your partner's on a diet. When people are offering her or him a drink, you could say no thank you for them. Do you know what I mean? Nah, they're all right. Do you know what I mean? Just to show that you're involved and you don't drink that one time. Do you know what I mean? Or you don't have an unhealthy meal. Just show your support that you're there with the person. Because that's what they need. If everyone else is just drinking and eating around them and they're just there twiddling in farms, drinking their water with a slice of lemon, it's not fair. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah, right. it's, it's all about being conscious. Yeah, I get that because you know there's that saying where people are, like, "Oh, I'm going to share the sin," and yeah. share like the, the piece of cake or whatnot. You know, <laughs> it works the other way around too. <laughs> it does, and what I mean, yeah, that that is the most shady saying out there. I can't lie. Because <laughs> uh, sorry, I'm going to go back on this one. A quick vent. When I was on my diet, yeah, there were so many things that people did. It was like, oh, one won't hurt. Yeah. Oh, come on, man. You can just break it for one day. It's me. All right. So them, them, them ones, I was like, no, 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 it's cool. When someone said to me, all right, I want to be good as well. How about we have half each? That, yeah, I'm going to be very real. Almost spun me because I was lost. I was lost in like a little twilight zone. I didn't know what was going on. I was like, wait, is that a good thing? Is that a bad thing? I don't know. It wasn't it wasn't a direct hit where I was quick to be like, no, no, this was like so sly. Why don't we just share this half a pizza? And I'm like, oh yeah, that kind of makes nope, nope, see, you almost got me. You almost <laughs> got me. Yeah. So no, nah, it's it's crazy. Like, and I know people I'm not gonna say people do it intentionally. Some people do, I'm not gonna lie, some people are very malicious. Um but unfortunately, especially if you're the person that has the the problem with food, um, if you are known, like myself, for being the yes man, who, yeah, you can call me at 2 o'clock in the morning. We'll go we'll go KFC. That's fine. That, that used to be me. You know what I mean? Um, you want to go out on a Wednesday? Yeah, let's get a restaurant. Let's go to a bar. Let's go to a pub. Easy. I used to be that guy. So when I've literally turned my life around, you need to understand that the people around you need to adjust to the new person. So if you still get that call at 2 o'clock in the morning, bro, do you want to go KFC? Don't be like, oh my God, do you not know I'm on a diet? How dare you stumble me? Just, you need to have an understanding that, do you know what, people do need time to catch up. Because me personally, I flipped the switch on people. There wasn't no build-up. There wasn't no public announcement. I was literally like, okay, cool, this is me, done. And then people just watch the results and were like, oh, damn, raw, okay. <laughs> All right, you're on this, yeah? Yeah. And that was it. So just understand that some people will need time to adjust. Hmm. Oh, those are some really good do's and don'ts. Yeah. <laughs> if I'm honest. <laughs> no, that's, that's good. Um, so... Hard not to tick some of them off and think, oops, I've done that, right, Jonathan? I don't know about you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I've been on the receiving end of uh, less, uh, the, uh, the share the sin piece. <laughs> It's con- it is confusing. <laughs> it's very confusing. I can't like you get wrapped in. You don't know what's going on. This nice person comes to you and they they have this nice thing and they're like, let's yeah. do this nice thing. And then you find yourself eating half of something really big and sweet. Do you yeah. know what I mean? And then before and- you realize you share a pizza and now you're sharing dessert. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> and you're just like, well, technically, it's half the calories I would have had okay. if it wasn't, you know. Do you know what I'm saying? You, 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 you kind of go into that. Funny enough, I've been on the funny receiving end. I'm lactose intolerant, and somebody yeah. was, thought they were trying to do me a favor. Come on, let's share it. You know, yeah. share, you don't have to, you're not going to have it. Let's share it. And I was like, no, literally, if I have that, I'll be, I'll be sick. Yeah, of course. <laughs> you know? so, <laughs> yeah, it's so painful, like, yeah. man. Everyone yeah. just there, like, yeah, share it, share it, share it. And it yeah. sounds good. I can't lie. <laughs> it, it sounds so peaceful like, oh just yeah, share it man just share it, just share it. but it's a it's a oh it's a route it's a route in it's a route in yeah cool. exactly so i think ollie i think we can probably move on to like the sharing section where uh our listeners get to learn a bit more about yourself in terms of like you know what movements you're following in the world what kind of movies and books you like and stuff like that yeah. so um it's kind of like a quick fire round i want to say 
I've always okay. wanted to say that, so I'll just say it now. <laughs> this is your show, my friend. Yeah, just yeah. Wear it your way. <laughs> so yeah, this is this is kind of like a quick fire round. So the first one is a kind of like a doozy, and we've had all different types of answers and and, and whatnot. Uh, the first one is who do you most look up to in the world? Wow, that's a big one still. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> do you know what? Um, for me personally, um, obviously there's a lot of people you can look up to, but for me, I would say probably Barack Obama. Only because, yeah, the reason why I pick him out of everybody out there is because he defied all odds in it. Like uh... he 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 became a black president. Like to me, it was it was never on the cards in it, and I relate to that in the sense of I always thought I was gonna be this big person. I will never be like normal or slim like everyone else. So at the final odds, you know what I mean? I, I turn my life around. All of a sudden, now I'm an ambassador to help people lose weight. It doesn't make sense. Do you know what I mean? I I was literally the guy <laughs> that. We would literally, my, my friend used to call me. We would sit there eating a KFC bucket together. Do you know what I mean? I remember we did two. Do you know what I mean? We, I, on them levels, yeah? And then now, I'm doing up park runs, doing 5K in the park. And me, run. I didn't used to run for the bus. And now, now I'm active. Do you know what I mean? So you defy all odds. And yeah. So when when I think about someone I looked up to, it was, it was him. He gave me hope. Yeah. That really truthfully, if you are dedicated, you put your mind to it, do you know what I mean? An opportunity arises as well, um, you could do it. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That is that's the one. I heard a saying say, um, luck is when opportunity meets preparation. Yeah. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. Still, yeah, so, I like that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I like that. So, yeah, no, so I think yeah, no, that's that's pretty yeah. That's a top one. Barack yeah. Obama. Yeah. Um, Plus, uh, he's you know he's family orientated. You know what yeah, I mean? He's a good yeah. human, right? Yeah, strong yeah. morals. Come on, like go. him, man. Yeah, Barry. Can't go wrong. I mean, he plays a little basketball and that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you know, used to be a smoker. I think he used yeah. to be a smoker. Then he stopped for a bit. Yeah, did a bit of hooping. Yeah, Do you know what I mean, and he was down to earth. He was in this position of power, but yeah, he was still talking to people like they were yeah. normal. And yeah. he did cry. He did cry when like a school shooting happened and stuff yeah. like that. So he he did kind of. He wasn't he wasn't afraid to you know, show his, show his true emotion. So, exactly. Like yeah. when I, when I look at that for myself, it's like, cool. I could get all snobbish. Like, yeah, I lost all this weight. Don't chat to me. Do you know what I mean? Or yeah. <laughs> I've got an award. Do you not see it? Do you know what I mean? That's, that's not me. I'm still humble. I talk to people the same way. I understand. Isn't it? Yeah. So yeah. Man of the yeah. people. Man of the of people. Of course. That's the way to be. Awesome. Awesome. What, what about books or films? Can you think of anything that's got you inspired or anything you might like to share? Do you know what's crazy? Yeah. Uh, my latest book I was reading, it's it's out there. I can't lie. Um, it was the SAS guide to survival, isn't it? Very random, I know. But basically, I feel that you know how we well for me personally, obviously growing up in London, I've grown up in this concrete jungle, isn't it? And the the books you would either get told to read is either to do with some sort of networking, business, how to be successful, you know, come out of the rat race, or if you're in the rat race, do you know what I mean? Everything is quite money orientated. Now, this, this book, SES Guide <laughs> to Survival, yeah, it's got nothing to do with money, isn't it? <laughs> this is like getting back to nature. Right, if I'm if I'm lost on some island somewhere, I'm trying to be the black bear grills. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to <laughs> I'm trying to survive. And then what what I loved about the book is not only is it teaching like sort of survival techniques to do if you're lost in the wild or whatever, it was just sort of getting back in, in touch with nature. So little things now, I'm walking out and I'm looking at the cloud formation. I'm like, oh, okay, we've got about an hour and a half before it rains. People are like, how do you know that? Ah, oh, my book, innit? Do you know what I mean? <laughs> There's little things, little things like that. And I think it's so, it's so good to be connected with nature. Now, when I was on my weight loss journey, that's one of the things I used to do all the time. I used to go for long walks. And I would always go for like a nature trail. Because it just, it just recalibrates you, do you know what I mean? You feel nice, you know, back to your roots. So, yeah, that, that book, it really got me because now I'm, like, looking at different plants and looking at different berries. And I'm always running through these random scenarios in my head. It just keeps life interesting, do you know what I mean? I'm like, if I was starving, like, what would I eat? Oh, there's a pigeon, do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm going through all of this in my head, like, oh, 
if I'm stuck at sea, I need to try to find a certain fish and drink its eyes for water. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> and it sounds so random, but I'm so I'm so over the normal. Ah, oh, cool. Um, you need to have multiple streams of income and this and that. Of course, they're fine. Please, people get money. Like we need it. Yeah, but um, it's it's always good to like just just connect because you know them people that go on them adventures where they backpack through like Asia and all of that. Do you know what I mean? And they come back and they're telling you they had the best experience ever and they live life and this and that. And it's like, oh, but you barely had no money. It was like, yeah, we live with the locals and it was nice and this. It's crazy experience. So I just thought, yeah, let me get something that's going to bring me back to reality. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Get, get you to nature. Exactly. Because yeah, everything is pretty much social kind of construct yeah. around us and oh yeah like you said multiple revenue oh yeah when you're in school they say what do you want to become you're even an accountant go. a doctor or some sort of uh <laughs> or something else and or yeah. lawyer that's that's the one in it in primary school, exactly. school that's, that's and then, all you get. yeah and then you know getting back to nature kind of frees you so i i get that that's pretty yeah but that book is that's that's a i think that's a top one we'll probably leave yeah. the link uh for that book in uh in, <laughs> in the bottom as well um yeah. Next question is, what projects or movements um, have you most excited right now? Um, personally, for me, um, I actually want to, like, e- expand um, my team. So not only do I help people lose weight, I also help people to help people lose weight as well. So I also want to expand my team. So a lot of my dieters and I become consultants and they're helping people. So these, these are sort of projects that are moving me, get me excited as well. Um, and also, I want to get into like the fitness world as well, because I'm a, I'm a gym advocate. Like I'm I'm loving the fitness thing. And through this, I then want to sort of educate the youth. Do you know what I mean? Like let's let's get some more youth project work. I think that is that's missing. Do you know what I mean? There's there's so many worries about ourselves, and I feel like the youth are just getting left behind. And all their skills are is going to be through some sort of social media, YouTube. Do you know what I mean? That's <laughs> that is where they're going to learn everything. I, I don't really see much mentorship, so I do want to get into sort of that movement of helping the youth, especially through nutrition and fitness. That's really cool. Yeah, couldn't yeah. agree more. Um, some people, maybe even on this podcast, might even have uh, YouTube on over dinner, Jonathan. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's just, that's just the thing, right? <laughs> that's the new age. Yeah. You're, you're not a '90s baby unless you're watching TV whilst you're eating. Right? Do you know what I mean? <laughs> and then now we're giving it to our kids. It's kind of like, whew. exactly. You sit in front of the iPad and you say, "There you go." Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Teach yourself yeah. something. Yeah. Well, you know, the weird byproduct of that having kids is that they are super smart, super early. It's yeah. so weird, but you have to develop their social skills definitely. But one of the byproducts is like talking from experience, it is ridiculously, it's crazy. My son was like three years old telling me there's like 79 moons around Jupiter. Like, oh, what? wow! <laughs> yeah, I was like, Whoa, what's going what? on? <laughs> <laughs> I, was like, I was like, You don't even have to count to 20, and you're telling me there's 79. I was like, Oh, what's, what's going on? Bro. So, yeah, they they, they ate the, like the information through YouTube, learning through that. Yeah. Is, I mean, it's positive, but you know, you just need to monitor what they're doing, but maybe yeah, guide them a bit, right? Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. I think that's that's what's scary. They're, they're exposed to so much things. Yeah. And then look how quick a three-year-old's picking up or something like that. Yeah. So you can imagine and... they're picking up how much other things that we don't even know about. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. When he told me about the Kuiper Belt, I'm like, what the hell is that? Like, yeah, what's what's that? Kuiper... What's the Kuiper <laughs> Belt? And he's like... <laughs> so, you know, it's, 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 um, it's crazy. But yeah, no, mentorship is definitely something yeah. um, that, that's needed. Yeah. Um, this Well, <laughs> the next question is... Uh, what tech is improving your life most right now? Yeah, so got to give a big shout out to Zoom. Zoom has enabled me to connect with so many people, not only in the UK, but around the world as well. Um, so Zoom's definitely big in my life, especially for my business. So I operate virtually as well. So what's, what's great is I can be on a holiday. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? And still be in contact with my dieters. Like, yeah, 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 carry on, keep going. We're in this together. Do you know what I mean? I can still do that via Zoom, which I love. You can be there for them wherever yeah. you are. Like, literally. Um, and it's, it's good. So, obviously, th- that falls onto sort of video calling, that sort of technology as well. 
Um, and then definitely going onto social media, TikTok. Um, I, I love a TikTok man. The the algorithms are amazing. They 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 just channel you in. <laughs> like you you look at one healthy video, so you go uh healthy meal plan. Before you realize, you are six hours deep in these different healthy meal plans in it from around the world. So could you explain what TikTok is to anybody that still thinks that Facebook is social media? Oh, <laughs> I mean, uh, TikTok is where you just post videos. I don't really know what to say. Um, so yeah, so you, you post videos, you watch videos on there. Um, you can follow people, they can follow you back. I think once you follow, they follow you back, you can actually interact with them as well. Um, and it's usually like quick, snappy videos, but you do have longer ones. Um and I feel the information you got on TikTok is is the best. Like, if you're searching for a place to go, people put out so much videos like, okay, this is where I've gone, top five places to go in London, top five places to go in Newcastle. Da, da, da. Um, you can literally plan your life via TikTok. Yeah. I can't lie. <laughs> if, I always... if you're bored, TikTok. <laughs> I always think of TikTok as YouTube without all the overheads. Like everybody yes. can be a content creator. You don't need a yeah, canon. You don't need one. everything. It's got the backgrounds that you can do. Um, yeah, it's it's uh, the algorithm. It just does keep you scrolling as well. So it's, yeah, it's it one of those. It's one of those things. Ollie, you're gonna yeah, have to get yourself a TikTok. I know, I know, <laughs> I know. We're we're taking the podcast to TikTok, right? Because um, the whole point of what we're doing here, right, Jonathan, is to is to amplify and share things yeah. that are positive and that are solving problems, right? So yeah. if the people live in TikTok, then we'll be there, right, Jonathan? Yeah, go to TikTok, go. man. That's the way forward. I can't lie. Um, but you do get lost in it. It's addictive. It is very addictive. Man. <laughs> you, Someone sends you one video. Like some of my friends, they send me a video, just look at it. Like, oh, what do you think about this? I respond an hour later because I've just been scrolling through all these TikTok videos. <laughs> And I forgot the initial video you just sent to me on that. Bro, what did you send? Oh, God. <laughs> and I will send the videos back. Like, oh, have you seen this? They're like, oh, you haven't responded to the first one. Yeah. No, 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 no. But look at this. Look at this. And it's, it's fun. And like you said, I like what you said about um, like YouTube and overheads and all the adverts as well. Yeah. It's, so, yeah. It's, it's immense. It's immense. Yeah. So um, what about, what about uh, you've talked a little bit about some of the things that, that you'd like to... Um, invest your time in and some of the change you'd like to bring in stuff but um, how would you summarize that like what's what's one or two things that you'd like to change in the world if you could if I could um, do you know it would be the education system for children um, I would implement nutrition and exercise in there properly so I remember when I was in school there was food technology which was like optional and when, when you did food technology, yeah, this is what the teacher said. Okay, cool. We're going to make shortbread biscuits from these Bart Simpson packs you buy from Sainsbury's. That's not food technology. That taught me nothing. Yeah. What we need to be educating is like actual nutrition. So to read labels, understand things like macros, um, what's good for you, what you should stay away from. Do you know what I mean? What's the purpose of different foods and understanding different foods, and different cultures as well. Um, and then with regards to like PE, um, for me, I think my PE was literally just, you had two choices, football or badminton. That was it. Do you know what I mean? Those two, two choices. There wasn't like <laughs> um, a wider range, which I feel this needs to be implemented because some people are not that sporty. Do you know what I mean? So the thought of running up and down the pitch ain't going to entice them, but it could be some sort of sport they might be in interested in. Do you know what I mean? So I feel like we need to start from the youth upwards, yeah? So if we can teach them about nutrition, you know, purchasing food books, like healthy food books, understanding different exercises they can do for the six weeks holiday just to stay active, do you know what I mean? So yeah, I think that is where I would start if I can change anything in the world. Nice. I'm also getting the impression that you now really enjoy food and enjoy cooking. Is that true? Yeah, I love it. I'm in the kitchen all the time. <laughs> I'm, I'm in the kitchen all the time I always cook from fresh um, takeaways don't see me I'm, I'd rather just cook a nice banging meal and understand what I'm making as well and it's, it's always good to know what's getting in your body and then 
you you know certain calories and what you can actually make with that. Like when someone goes to me, oh, get a burger from like McDonald's, you know, like a Big Mac. That's like 600 calories. I'm like, oh, do you know what I can make for 600 calories? I will be full. Yeah, but if I have this, this burger, I'm going to be hungry in 10 minutes. Doesn't make sense. So yeah, um, I love cooking. Always in the kitchen. And then once again, TikTok. Man. <laughs> the recipes you get on TikTok is just it's crazy. And it just scrolls and scrolls and scrolls. You could be around the world eating internationally. Do you know what I mean? All because of this one stupid app. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my days. There's everything. There's breakfast. There's lunch. There's dinner. There's brunch. There's snacks. Um, you can go for healthy, unhealthy. It's all there. It's all there. <laughs> it's all there. I'm going to have to update my search history now. and just yeah. Healthy meals and start scrolling. What, what chefs? <laughs> you know what I mean? chefs? Chefs have TikTok? Exactly. Yeah. There's, so there's just so many things out there. Crazy. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Um, what's the one thing you would like people to take away from this episode? Um, you're never too far gone. Um, I was 36.9 stones classed as morbidly obese and if I was able to turn my life around it's never too late so if I can do it you can do it too um yeah that's that's what I want people to take away like if you've got a goal in life it's never too late just to go for it and there's so much you can do in a year like it took me 14 months to change my life around there's people that started businesses gone from literally broke to rich do you know what I mean in, in a year and all it takes is for you just to start. So yeah, that's that's what I say. I Short could, and sweet. I could literally listen to you talk all day. Oh, is it? Oh, <laughs> Thank you're you. Too kind. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what a journey! What a journey! But um, you know, before we wrap up, um, if you'd let our listeners know um how to get in touch with you and and how to find out more about the one to one diet plan. Yeah. Cool. Um, so you can either find me on Facebook, uh, Nathan Ranklin. My name pops up. Only Ranklin out there, you know what I'm saying? Get me. Um, and then uh, you can go on Insta, which is cool underscore me underscore slender. Um, on Insta, you can find me there. Um, my TikTok is one-to-one diet with slender. You can find me there as well. And then they will take you to that, the links to the one-to-one website where you can just read my profile even further if the videos and pictures are not doing enough. Do you know what I mean? And yeah, they can find me and then give me a call. We can get this journey started. Do you know what I mean? Or email, anything you want to do. Let's do it. Perfect, perfect. So we'll drop the links in the description as well yeah. so you can uh, have your, your booking with uh, with Slender. Trust me. <laughs> um, and, uh, and get, as, as he says, get the journey started. Yeah. Um, and I just want to thank you for appearing on this episode of Problem Busters, Nathan. I mean, thank you for having me. It's, it's, an, it's an amazing outlet, do you know what I mean? Oh, it's just, yeah, just so grateful that, that you've been through this journey and and good on you for doing it for yourself and and even better that you've decided to start uh, helping other people to overcome their demons as well i think it's no, amazing of course. Got, to, got to change the world one person at a time bro. there we go there we go so to our listeners thank you again for tuning in and we'll catch you next time ciao